Welcome to Immortality Weekly. I'm Scott Alden. And I'm Joel Khalifa. And this is the podcast in which we discuss the, the mysteries and the clues and the illusions and the facts and the uh, prisons and the liberations the- and the, the hard things and the not so hard things involved with living forever with living forever an immortal life do you get what i'm doing now i'm doing a thing where when i do the intro i'm referencing the material i get it i get it are you you enjoying that we i love it i love it scott i feel like every time you do this you just get a little bit better at it oh that's that's wonderful i think our listeners uh, feel that too that's what i'm always saying would happen if i was immortal right like that's why i would actually i would actually like it because i would get better and better over time scott does get better and better over time ah joel thank you i appreciate that i turned 40 this week he that's turned a, 40. Yeah, that's something we can tell our listeners. Yeah. I'm, I'm experiencing my mortality as we're discussing Fantastic. immortality. That's going to play into episodes as we as we go along. Oh, yeah. It's going to yeah, play I in turned, every episode. I turned 30 this year. That's right. Right? Yeah. And so for, for both of us, it's like a big number Yeah. where it's like, oh, now I'm like, I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling it in some yeah. way, in different ways maybe, but in, in some way you're like things have changed we're we're both at a point in our lives when we have a very particular and kind of you know culturally relevant uh relationship to our own mortality totally um, you know we're both the 40. age that you're like i'm, right. I'm thwart- thwarty here, here we go you're thwarty I'm and i'm thwarty. and i'm thirty. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah we don't know our, we don't know our just ages. a number yeah you know? age, is, age is just a number yeah. neither of those were numbers <laughs> <laughs> age is just a number like swatty or flifty you know <laughs> numbers so real today, numbers today is a very special episode it's our it's our 10th episode it's our 10th episode and so you get you can feel how good scott is getting after 10 episodes i mean jesus christ I'm, i just gotta look i don't i'm not like a numerology guy or whatever but you're 30 i'm 40 this is our 10th episode this feels like it's a, a what do you call it a vortex a nexus there's something happening <laughs> there's here something with happening. this episode it's 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 electric, you know. Yeah, it's like the quickening is happening right now. That's oh, uh, that's great. Episode Highlander one. reference episode one. <laughs> but so, this is okay. episode ten. It's episode ten, and, um, and for this episode, well, I also just wanted to say that we do, we're we're at episode ten here, and we, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, the, there's been a lot of people who've been along with us for the ride here. You know, we, a lot, a lot of we people. Get a, there's like definitely we're like not, a lot. We're not publicizing the numbers. A but lot, there's but so many people. It's a big number. It's a big. It's a big number. <laughs> I think it's more pe- people than have ever listened to any podcast um, for ten episodes consistently. I think ever. I think it's yeah. Like, yeah I think that's what I. That's and what the, I. We showed we showed some money men are like our trajectory, the, and they were yeah. like, "Whoa!" Like, we're, like yeah. Casper's coming. Of all the podcast traffic analysis dashboards that I have access to, ours is the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, biggest, the absolute number one. Biggest numbers. Um, but thank you. We wanted to say thank you to our BFFs for, yeah. for being along for the ride. Thank you so and, much. You know, being our our rider, our rider dies, or our rider not dies, as Ooh. the case may be. Our rider never dies. Our know? rider never dies. Yeah. Just um, keep. I thought we BFFs. We're calling them BFFs. That's like a nickname. They're called BFFs. That's like <laughs> okay, their actual rider never name. Dies. I, gotta ride I like rider never dies. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate that. You're really yes ending me today. Yeah, I feel like you know, ten episodes in, you've you've kind of worn me down. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've, I've beaten I'm you gonna... into being a human being. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly and i'm such a human being for it you are yes you are and i'm happy to be doing this podcast with you and i'm grateful to our listeners who have been with us from the beginning so great and if you're just coming in i'm grateful for you too you might not have been a bff you know the whole time but you know what the f in 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 bff stands for the last one not the middle one stands for forever and forever can start today is what i'm saying forever it can, it forever, can start forever always starts today Joel. And and the thing the thing that we like to ask of our friends and we've never done this before <laughs> we've never done this before because this is like you may you may not have noticed this from like how how well we're doing here but this is our first podcast it's true yeah and uh, yeah. you know we're just getting to the point where we're like you know getting we getting are really being awkward about this we're super just, awkward it's a, it's a super simple thing guys all that we want to say is that if you like the podcast joel's like joel's like distraught right now joel's like <laughs> buried his face if in his you head. like the podcast he cannot do it go ahead send us money okay <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all we wanted <laughs> No. Whether you like it or not, no, no. If if you like the no, podcast, we don't. we don't want your money. Go to iTunes. We want your yeah. We want your rating. We want your likes. Your, we, we want, want your likes, likes that's, and your shares. That's the only currency that matters in podcast. And, and also, you can subscribe. I mean, if you're listening every week, you know, and you subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to to podcasts, I think that that does something to the algorithm. And the whole point is that there may be other people out there like you, other people who 
love the sound of our voices and <laughs> and you know uh, feel feel comforted uh, by us and you know in times of difficulty when they're facing their own mortality and um, you know and they they like the feeling of knowing that at least something is forever in this crazy world and if you subscribe maybe they'll find us and they'll also be comforted too and uh, it's a fantastic pitch speaking of fantastic pitches uh-huh. You may remember last week uh, when we felt that our our tenth episode was nigh, and uh-huh. and you I was you like, said oh it's so nigh you said you were like it's nigh as fuck and, <laughs> and you said Scott whatever will we do for our tenth mm-hmm. episode we have to do something special I want it to be big and I said Joel have I got a have I got a story for you so that's not exactly how I remember it but I, but it's a clue it's I don't want to argue with you Joel this we're is not, our tenth let's, episode let's not argue let's move on. Okay, so so some of you remember our first episode uh, was Highlander. Yes. Uh, in Highlander, uh, yes, <laughs> Sean Connery plays yes. a, a character. <laughs> it's just you're getting more and more Connery. So Sean Connery uh, portrays over. he's like the Rachel Dolezal of the immortal world. They call him Ramirez. Yeah, he plays a character called Ramirez, but he's Egyptian. <laughs> And he's played by Sean Connery, and Sean Connery doing his it's regular. Just who I am. His regular. I can be no more than who I am, Joel. <laughs> so in that in that episode, and in episodes after that, Scott really enjoyed uh, stepping into the Sean Connery accent. I like it. Okay, I mean, it's a when it when it's appropriate, I do it, and when it's not appropriate, I don't. It's really just when the moment arises. Totally playing it down there. And but, boy, for our 10th episode, okay, did the moment yeah. arise. So, so uh, again, I was like, hey, Scott, are we doing something big for our like, 10th episode? Yes. And Scott was like, no, we're not. <laughs> we're going to do a movie with John Connery <laughs> in it. <laughs> and so we shall. And, and also, so with shall. Joel, also with Joel, what you agreed to in that moment was that every 10 episodes, we would do a Connery-focused <laughs> episode. So... This is the first of many. And, I just um, agreed to a pattern, unbeknownst to me. And this, we all do it all the time, Joel. We agree to patterns <laughs> without realizing it. It's called life. And it right. happens forever for some of us, as in it did in this movie, which is called Zardoz. Joel, I want to, can I ask you a favor? Sure. I, what I'd like for you to do is if you could just briefly describe um, like what this movie is like for the for the BFFs. Sure. Yeah? Um, okay, so... Imagine a 1970s, uh, super surreal, futuristic, kind of softcore porn <laughs> <laughs> yeah. type type of like yeah. sci-fi movies. It's very like philosophical. They're very like, oh, if you've ever seen a, a sci-fi movie in the from the 70s, it's kind of just like that. Yeah, it's it's, a, like, it's like it's like Barbarella with the dude kind of. It's exactly like Barbarella with yeah. the dude. It's like what if the future was weird and sexy? Uh-huh, which which I'm still hoping for, you know. Totally. Yeah. Just I mean, a dash of dash of immortality on top of that. I guess right. And it, we got our perfect 10th episode movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I told you it would be. Um do you, should we talk should we talk about what it's a, what it's about? No, let's not. <laughs> let's just let's just. I skip almost it. Do, I almost do want to skip it because <laughs> it's it's honestly packed so tightly with with themes and just things to talk about. I think we should probably just 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 get through what it's about as quickly as possible. And I think that probably the best way to do that is just to let Zardoz himself set it up for us. So I'll, I'll introduce Zardoz, then he can say the rest. Zardoz is this is a big. He's a floating stone head that's just flying across a post apocalyptic landscape. And and here he is. Zardoz speaks to you, his chosen ones. So yeah, so his, his chosen ones are a uh, ragtag group, <laughs> a ragtag group <laughs> of like barbarians on horses. They're uh, all wearing orange shorts. They have like matching like little booty shorts yeah, that they wear, like orange orange, orange booty shorts and, and um, kind of like a, a bu- bullet strap type thing. Yeah, which also matches the shorts. They're like very well outfitted for barbarians, which is suspicious. <laughs> Right, right, and so they're all kind of going around, just like what, what, shouting Zardos. What do you want to? What do you want? What do you want, Zardos? You have been raised up from brutality to kill the brutals who multiply and are legion. So that sound you just heard—that was that was one of these uh, chosen <laughs> ones actually murdering someone on the spot, <laughs> right in front of them. <laughs> 
right in front of him. Uh, by the way, these brutals that Zardos is talking about, they're just people. There's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing people. wrong or brutal about them. They're just regular people, and certain people have been chosen to murder the other people. This end, Zardos, your god, gave you the gift of the god. The garden is good. The garden is is evil. So yeah, so Zardos isn't like the number one Segway god, you know? It's just like he gets like, right into you it. You get guns, and they're like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, guns." Yeah, 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 Second yeah. Amendment, and he's like, yeah. "The penis is bad," and they're like, "Sorry, what?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, these guys are fully on board with the penis being evil. <laughs> Believe me, dude. They um, well, he Zardos has a very good explanation as actually as to why the gun is good and the penis is evil, which he's um, I believe he's about to get into it if you'd let him finish. The penis shoots seeds. And makes new life to poison the earth with the plague of men, as once it was. Uh, all right, but so so why the guns? But the gun shoots death and purifies the earth of the filth of brutals. Go forth and kill. I mean, that's a pretty compelling Works argument. Works for me, man. Yeah, you know, the, totally. The, the, the penis the is bad, penis guns shoot, good. Shoot seeds. Seeds are bad, death is good. Yeah. Yeah, they're totally unrelated, by the way. There's, Zar- no, there's no thematic connection between, <laughs> between death and semen in this movie at Thank all. Thank you, I appreciate not, that. Yeah, that's the only time we're going to touch on it, and it's definitely not a theme. I'm going to. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and explain what's going on uh, in this movie. In, but can, you, can you explain it like in a, in a way that feels right? Yeah, the movie. I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go from one one bit explaining the first part of the movie to another bit that explains the the second part of the movie. I don't know what he's planning, I'm but I'm, do, I'm excited I'm, for one. <laughs> you're gonna like it. You're gonna like it. All right. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna be like a uh, like a British like computer. Don't like explain. Future, don't explain like it. Like a future computer. Just be a, be a future computer. You want me to just do it and not talk about it? Yeah. Don't explain it. Centuries ago. The rich and educated built a literal bubble around themselves, which they called the Vortex, to protect themselves from the ignorant poor. Over time, their advanced minds discovered the secrets of eternal youth and everlasting life. The Vortex is a democracy in the purest sense. Every political decision is voted on psychically, instantly, by every citizen. Arthur Frame was elected to manage the Brutals the ancestors of the hungry throng left outside the bubble centuries before. Frame's job was quite simple. Ensure that the Brutal's population... The fuck, the fuck, the Brutal... <laughs> ensure that the Brutal population... This is like Scott remains, character. Fuck it, fuck it, dick. <laughs> ensure that the Brutal population remains ignorant to the higher achievements of man and to the vast potential of their own minds. Arthur Frame, however, was a renegade. A renegade who made himself a god, a renegade, known only as Zardoz. So yeah, Zardoz. There's uh, a lot. There's a, it's, it's a lot, and we're going to cover lot. it. We're going to cover it. So okay, so there's this society, right? This society yeah. where 300 years ago, or so, uh, the, or so the, the founders of this society invented immortality. Yes. Right? And from they, scratch. From scratch. They just made it from scratch. Just like sticks and and they, we don't know we, how they did it. We got immortality, but, but they did it. Um, and they also invented uh, an artificial intelligence. Yes. Uh, that kind of runs everything for them. Known they, as the Eternal Tabernacle. The Eternal Tabernacle. It's not a it's not a theme in any way at all. It's not a religious religious theme. And not a religious what's, theme whatsoever. There anyway, are no, there are no themes in this film. Zero themes. Yeah. So so they they kind of camp out in a bubble. The the world sucks, and they're like, let's take all all of our richest people and our brightest people and yeah. like put them in I don't know like a villa in New Zealand. I don't know where they and are. The, the... <laughs> That's what what they do. That's what the one percent does. New Zealand villas. Anyway, this is a classic example of rich asshole immortality. Is what's going on basically? Right? They're saving it all for themselves. But yeah, but they also like. I think with this society, they're like we we are we have a responsibility to the human race to take all of the knowledge of the human race. Yes. And like maintain it forever and perfect it. Right. 
because the brutals out there are just gonna they don't know what to do with books and stuff they're just gonna ruin it right right yeah. they, they, there's a scene of like the like regular people outside this bubble just kind of banging on the invisible like there's no special effects here just like kind of banging in the air and being like i want in the <laughs> a bubble. Lot of miming and they're just like we had to harden our hearts yes and like and like basically yeah basically everyone's an asshole in this society and we'll get to that it was hard for them to do it though yeah All um right. so okay so so they invented immortality 300 yes. years ago and then here, here's the here's the thing that fucking pisses me off about this. They were like, they were like, uh, we invented immortality. Now one day, one yeah. day we might. They had the foresight to be like, we yeah. might grow tired of immortality. We right. might like seek death. <laughs> so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna forget. We're gonna like purposely forget how all of this immortality stuff works. Yeah. So that we can never die yes right they were like oh they had the foresight we're gonna die maybe we're gonna want to we die might want to die so let's, let's make, sure make sure we that don't never, that never happens yes so mankind They've... will only live forever and like if you've if you've listened if you have listened <laughs> listen <laughs> joel is frothing at the mouth with anger <laughs> to right now. any previous episodes of this podcast you yes. know that yeah. my only thing yeah is having a way out as long as I can kill myself, I'm fine with immortality. I will be any kind. I will position. be. I will be the Chucky kind of immortal. <laughs> as long as I can kill myself. <laughs> That's right. And what they've done here in Zardoz is they've taken that away from Joel and from everyone else who lives in the vortex. They, they, they cannot like, remember how to kill themselves. It's is, not even it like is. it's not even like a fucking like it's not like us. Uh, we didn't see this coming. They're like we see it coming. We yeah. know it's. In fact, we know it's going to come. Totally. Yeah. Let's like let's get anyway. I'm so not gonna out, get to it. Anyway. Turns out that was a bad idea, and right. they ended it's, up it, as predicted, not liking it so much. No, they didn't like it. It and fucking sucks. It and really. Can sucks. we talk about why it sucks and how much it sucks? Yeah. For okay. for them. Okay. So they let, really let, don't. They really don't like let it. Let us paint you a picture <laughs> of this society. <laughs> a picture of eternal so, boredom. So everyone's about 25. Some yeah. people are a bit older. Some yeah. people are a bit younger. Yeah. No one ages. Right. And uh, as we said, they can't die. Yeah. Right and and so the way they don't really explain what happens but if you die the eternal tabernacle yeah doesn't let you die it's it, like nope it will it reconstructs your body and then it it's see here's the thing and I do have to talk about the memory thing and I won't get too deeply into it but it's it's important and I it's okay. it, the, the eternal tabernacle has captured the memories of all of these people right when they decided hey eternal tabernacle please don't let us remember how to kill ourselves the eternal tabernacle was like well sure give me all your memories and i can make that possible right, right. and it like put a little crystal in everyone's forehead yeah just like in inserted a crystal and they're all psychic and it has all their memories and they're all yeah. basically they you know they kind of share a mind in a in a sense so they've uploaded all their memories to the eternal tabernacle so the eternal tabernacle just makes them a new body and mm -hmm. then downloads their memories into that new body Yes. And that is actually how they – there's, like, two types of immortality that they have here. It's fucking crazy. They're the kind that gets frozen in time and doesn't age, and they're the kind that body jumps into a new version of their old body once they die. They have got it all. They got they got it all. And, and they fucking they, hate it. They why are they so it. unhappy? <laughs> so, so, so you mentioned, like, they're all, psych they're all psychic. They yeah. can kill people with a stare, <laughs> but if they kill each other, they'll just, like, bring them back to life. Yeah, it they doesn't can, matter. They can read minds and memories. Yeah. Uh, they don't sleep. None of them sleeps because, like, they they've like, uh, they're they uh, they have like full consciousness, right? That's what they say. They have so complete, they have a lot of powers. They have a lot of benefits. We right. still haven't figured out why it is they're so upset. Right. So the, another thing in this society, and this is, I think, this is amazing. This yeah. is like for 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 people like us, people like us who run <laughs> who run uh, podcasts about immortality, and I'm sure there's many. Um, this is gold. So the way in this society that <laughs> people beautiful. that people are punished for yes. for stuff like mind crimes. Yeah, or like if you if you if you project a negative aura right. on level two, you're gonna be put to trial. Right. And then people are going to vote psychically. Yeah. And the punishment is going to be The punishment is gonna be the, the tabernacle ages you. Yes. So it's going to say like, oh, you, you, you like looked at someone the wrong way. Literally, you looked at someone the wrong way. Right. I'm going to age you by five years. Now you're 30. You weren't down with the vibe. And so now you're going to be old. Yeah. And, and so like people, like some people are like 40, right? Because they've been kind of shitty. 
And you um, know if someone's old, you're like, ooh, they've been, they've been, they've been a bad boy. Yeah, so there's, yeah. A, there's a part later in the movie when Sean Connery gets there, and he's like, oh, so if you're bad often enough, you're going to die. And the guy says, no, it lets you age, but it'll never let you die. Right. <laughs> Which fucking sucks. And it, it, start, it talks about like how you, they can't escape life. They're like, they're, they're, they want to so bad. Right. But even their worst offenders, are, who are called renegades. Yeah. They like age them to like 80, 90, and they give them senility and put them in like an old people's home forever. You say senility, I say party time because <laughs> when honestly, the only cool part of the vortex is the tent that they put all the elderly people in, and they're just they're just playing old timey jazz music and they're slow dancing and they're like dressed up in prom clothes and they're like it's like a little like you know kind of elderly kind of circus in there and it's not such a bad time they all super want to die but at least they admit it and they're kind of funny about it you know they're like oh i'm still alive old chap don't don't you want to kick the bucket you know like they're they're like you know at least they got personality and the other people in the vortex are like super boring Right, some of them and are super bored. Some of them are so bored that they're like called apathetics. It's like a disease. It's a disease. It's right. like running through all the vortices. Right. Yes. And and like and <laughs> yeah. And uh and those are people who just kind of stand they're, and yeah. eat and eat their green bread. Bread is green like, in mm. this in this society. They just make noises so they're like mm. Yeah. Every once in a while. Like, uh, yeah. And 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 so like they're just like I don't see the point in living like nothing matters. Nothing at all matters. Right. Yeah. Uh, so they're bored. It's a shitty society. It, it fucking sucks. And so I think that brings us back to. Uh, I mean, well, basically you've got it. Just, just you know, you, it's a it's a place in which you, you can't do anything cool or interesting, right? And if you right. do anything interesting or you have a negative thought of any kind, I was honestly, I was thinking, if you were in the society, you would be like aged like eighty years, like like from the jump, basically. Like immediately. Like you, you would just be like, I don't know if I like this. And <laughs> yeah. They would just be like into the tent. With <laughs> yeah. you, I'd with be you, like, Joel. I just like, I just want one way out, and they'd be like, <laughs> renegade, no way out. Yeah, basically, yeah. so you can't. You can't go against the monoculture because everyone knows what you're thinking all the time. Totally. And yeah. all that they want, this society, is to be in, like, complete harmony, complete equality at all times. Yeah. They want to just be, like, one vibe, you know, for all eternity. Right. Peace, you know. But but there's a price for this, which is... So, which is fucking boring. Fucking boring. Yeah. So so they, they make it through, like, 300 years of being yeah. kind of tranquil. Yeah, and then fucking Sean Connery comes along. So you want to you want to you want to tell us <laughs> a right. bit about that? All right. So back to Arthur back to Arthur Arthur Frey, who was also Zardoz, right? So this guy is actually he's he's brilliant. He has somehow convinced the people of uh, the vortex to psychically elect him to become like the keeper of the brutals, right? Yeah, the brutals uh, out is there. everyone outside of this bubble. Yeah, and they have they have a role, but at this point it's like the role is kind of like archaic, you know? It's like a, he's kind of like a, a figurehead, you know? It's like they don't really need anybody to manage the brutals, but they know somebody's supposed to do it. So they're just like, we don't even know what the fuck the brutals are doing. Who gives a shit about the brutals? We're in a bubble. They can't see us. Go ahead, Arthur Freight. Go to town. And he's like funny about it you know he's like sort of he's like he's like oh i'm an artist you know and he like gets this idea to get this fucking zardoz head right and he goes out into the zardoz head and he starts doing some experimental shit with the brutals okay so the first thing he does we know about he elects a fucking chosen people and he throws guns at them and says go kill everybody else okay so the and this is for, for for just the time scale here. He's an immortal, so he's been doing this for generations now. It's not like he yes. just got the job. Right. He's been doing this for like two hundred years. Yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. I think I think this society goes back a long time. We never really figure out when it starts, but I think we're I, I got the sense we're like a thousand years in here. Sure. You know, sure. yeah. Anyway, so he's out there and he's doing it, he's doing an experiment. He made he chosen people, you guys get to kill everybody else. One. There's like another group of chosen people within those chosen people who he has chosen as zardoz and said you guys can use your evil penises and you can breed right Right. we call them the extra chosen people yeah right exactly you guys are like super chosen you're chosen af yeah and sean connery is one of a lineage of chosen people who who his parents fucked the parents before them fucked and they've been breeding and over time because of all this breeding there have been mutations so Sean Connery is—he's a special, 
He's a, he's a special man. He's the he's, he's the very strongest person the strongest. who's ever lived. He's the smartest. Mentally. Mentally, physically. physically. A perfect specimen of man. Sean Connery. He, Scott is like visibly excited right now doing this I'm visual, I'm, I'm full of vigor. <laughs> oh my God. So Sean Connery. Uh, he, he's like, he's like, uh, he's devoted to, to Zardoz. Oh, he's like right? he's like the biggest Zardoz he's devotee. Like, he's like full on ISIS. He commits horrible crimes in Zardoz's name, consistently all the fucking time. It really like, enjoys like, it. Like you and I eat breakfast and brush our teeth. He brutalizes the innocent, and he. So anyway, he has this plan where he sneaks into the fucking Zardoz head, and he wants to get inside the bubble and see what's going on inside there. Joel, should we talk about the reason why now, or should we reveal it later? Let's talk about it now. You want to talk about Let's it now? Let's talk about it now. All right. So, so here's what happened. Yeah. Sean Connery yeah. reads a book. <laughs> he read a couple of books. He read a couple of books. <laughs> to be fair. So he, so he, uh, he's in a town. He's in a small town. He's just killing people for Zardoz. Like he do. And he runs into this place, and there's like this you know, super like uh, eccentric uh, uh, villager kind of playing there's around with him. He's a guy in a mask in a window. guy in a mask in a window. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, follow me and kill me here. <laughs> And then, and then he kind of floats up a book, and he'd never, like, uh, Sean Connery has never read a book in his life. Yeah. And someone later asks him, like, how'd you learn how to read and write? He's like, I don't know. It came naturally to me. Like, I was just real good at yeah, it. Yeah, I was really good at reading yeah, and writing. Right. Because he's, like, he's... he's because a, I'm the mutant ubermensch totally. of, of this world. Built-in reading and writing English in, in the genes. Yeah. And so he reads this book, and then he reads this entire library. He learns about the world before the Dark Ages, right? Before this dystopia. Uh-huh. Yeah, all of man's achievements. And then he finally reads... He works his the way book. Uh-huh. Finally read the book. The one book. Which I'd expect him to have read sooner, but like it's like it's like it's a beginner's book, really. <laughs> <laughs> but he finally it read the book. It doesn't take him that long, but he, yeah, he, he gets he, up to it. He reads the book. Yeah. The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard Dawes. Yeah, okay. So the Scott Scott did Zard, the thing. Zard, yeah, exactly. So he's he's holding the book. I'm sorry if I'm ruining the climax of this. <laughs> that was like a big moment. <laughs> he's holding give, he's holding give, the book. Give our listeners a, a moment to take that in. Take it in. So okay. I, honestly it was a surprise to me as well. He's like holding the book and he has his hand over like the the WI and he's like Zardos. <laughs> And then he's like, oh, the, the book's about, like, a loud man. <laughs> Wait, do you know what I just realized, though? What? That Wizard Zardavaz. of Oz. It would actually be Zardoz. Yeah. Yeah. So he was covering also the of with his other thumb. It was maybe, like, a, a small... It was maybe ripped. Wizard of Oz. It's, <laughs> it's, all, it's all in the typography. <laughs> anyway, so he's, like, he's holding this, and he looks at it, and he's like, oh, my God, this book is about a, a yeah. small man with a loud voice behind, like, a huge mask and a huge screen. Among other things, but yes. So he puts two and two together because, right. like, his his parents, like, fucked him into the, the smartest man <laughs> in the world. And um, and he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into this head. Yeah. And I'm going to get the truth. I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out what's going on. So he goes, he gets in there and he, he arrives, uh, yeah. you know, within the, um, within the, uh, the, the vortex and, um, you know, kind of shoots, well, his, he shoots his way in. So he shoots, he, shoots in. he gets in the head yeah. and then he shoots like, uh, he shoots Arthur, uh, Frayne yeah. in the back. Arthur Frayne falls out of the, out of the head and he right turns away. around and he goes like, you idiot. Like I could have shown you stuff. Right. I could have told you everything. I could have told you everything. Yeah. And he just falls out, whatever. And here, here's the thing, though. And and here's why he was like, you idiot. Because that that peasant, that villager who showed him the book. Yeah. Who was that? But Arthur Frayne. None other than Arthur Frayne. So, yeah. So <laughs> Professional this the, trickster. This is the twist that we find out at the end of the movie, but you find out now. Yes. Mid-podcast. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Right, so this entire thing was like Arthur Frayne yeah. was like immortality sucks. We all know it. Yeah. Um. Let's let me find a way yeah. to like get rid of this eternal tabernacle thing. Yeah. And the way that I'll do that is I don't know if this was the best plan still, but like <laughs> hey, the way that I'll works. do that is over a hundred and fifty years or whatever. Uh-huh. I am going to breed out the the smartest. Yeah. Person, uh, and the the strongest person, someone I mean, capable of like. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna breed a hero 
to to come and yeah and and change things for us i breed a hero yeah i was trying to get there too i was oh, really like, I, yeah that I makes it like, worse i was I'm proud of myself breed a hero in the morning light. Yeah. that's what i was doing too. i was super proud of myself you felt good about for that? a second until you said like i was going for it <laughs> sorry all right anyway so this is all this is all so far it it, it was according to plan until Arthur Frayne got shot. <gasps> Arthur Frayne is like, well, I, I, you know, I like doing this like weird magician mystery stuff, but like, Look, I he's... didn't expect you to shoot me so fast. Right, right. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Now you're going to have to figure out all of this on your own while my new body is being reconstructed and my memories are being downloaded into it. Right. So basically, that's the fucking rest of the movie is that, you know, they, they Sean Connery gets in there and, um, he is, uh, you know, doesn't know how smart he is, still thinks he's a barbarian. All the fucking immortals are super fascinated by him. Some of them, some of them want to kill him. Right. And then the other ones, like, low-key want to fuck him, it seems like. But right. they, like, they don't really... And then, and then there's a contingent that wants to marry him. <laughs> <laughs> All... They're all represented. <laughs> fuck, marry, kill. Fuck, marry, kill. Everyone's but it's, there. it's a different kind of fuck, marry, kill, because it's fuck, marry, kill on one person, as opposed to... They've they've sure. they've they've turned the mechanics of fuck Mary kill on their head. Innovators. Okay, that Joel was, like hates what I do. That like was he, super valuable. He Scott. actually hates. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Wow. Anyway, Sean Connery's in this little little town, little bubble. Just a little town of a town. Just a little town I love called the Vortex. <laughs> And he's like, he looks, he looks left and right. And he's like, this is different from anything I've ever seen. So but, here's, but that's okay. Here's the thing that, that I think is important to bring up now. When you do not have to procreate for centuries and centuries and centuries, what naturally happens is that everybody stops getting boners. Right. This isn't, by the way, this isn't like Scott's. Scott didn't figure this out on his own. They they say it. I would have figured it out <laughs> over time. They say Even it. enough time, I would have figured out. So they're like, we're, we're, you know, we don't get boners anymore. Boners are for procreation only. <laughs> and we, <laughs> we don't get them anymore because we don't need the boners right, in order we don't, to procreate. We don't need kids. Right. So we don't need boners. So we have evolved out of boners. But now here comes... Sean Connery finds himself as the only man who can get a boner in a bonerless land. Right. I feel like there was like, like there were definitely times during this movie when I was like, why the fuck would Sean Connery do this fucking fully insane movie? Like he was already bond, you know, like he already had like a good reputation for being a serious actor. And right. then why is he doing fucking... like a weird like soft core sci-fi? And I think porn. this is why. I think they said to him, they said, they said, Sean, you're gonna be the only guy in this movie who's capable of getting an erection. And he said, shine me up. I think that's how it out. By the way, on the on the subject of erections in this movie, they like they can't achieve erections about. anymore. Yeah. And the way they treat like the act of sex, they're like, oh, it's like this violent and base act, and like we don't we don't want to do it. Sex right? is very related to death in this movie. Right. Yes. They're they're just like it's gross. It's gross. We don't we don't like it. We don't touch it. But but still they say, and this is verbatim, we've had intensive research into the subject of erections. Yeah. And I think just even in even in this world, yeah. three hundred a thousand years into the future where no one can get bonus, yeah. there's still like they're still doing like pharmaceutical trials for Viagra. Yeah. There's, there's still like there's still like <laughs> there's like big pharma is still like uh, so in control. Yeah, totally. Well, well, they have been they have been you know uh, socialized out of their sexual impulses by the eternal tabernacle. At some point in this movie, I started to get the idea that maybe this was written by, you know, someone who was, like, religiously repressed to some degree. You know, that just occurred to me, not, like, as a theme or anything, but just, like, as, like, a... It seemed, like, maybe that it happened, so I looked it up, and what I found was that uh, the writer-director of this film, mm -hmm. Joel, and you're going to be interested in this. this I am. A, I, I yeah, don't know this, what you're going to say. A, the writer-director of this film named John, John Borman... Okay. Who, by the, who, by the way, was like an Academy Award-nominated director for other shit that he did. John Borman attended Catholic school, although his family was not, in fact, Roman Catholic. So this was a guy who, like, in high school, 
had all the you know sexual uh, raging hormones of a you know of a young teen. You sure. Know, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You know, you've seen Twilight. You get it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's my frame of reference for everything. <laughs> Joel saw Twilight and now understands that teenagers like to have sex. John Borman was a he was a man out of place. He was a teen out of place. Right. Okay. He did not actually believe in the religious part of Catholicism because his family wasn't Catholic. He wasn't raised Catholic. Okay. But he still gets all of the sexual repression that comes with Catholicism. Best of both worlds. As a teenager. He is Zed. He is Sean Connery in this movie. He is, he's coming into a world, right, where there's there's no you get what i'm saying you get where i'm going with this i'm trying trying i'm I'm really trying to put it together he doesn't actually he doesn't understand why it is that he shouldn't have by the way sean connery's called zed i don't think i don't think sean connery's called zed he gets he gets rock solid boners and he's the only (laughs) one he doesn't know why he shouldn't get them because he hasn't had the conditioning that the other people have had right right and so he still gets them yeah also by the way later in the movie um, uh, the 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 immortals kind of are become like sweat vampires, and they start eating the sweat. <laughs> it's, it's like and then it's they like, can it's like suddenly MDMA to them. And then, they, and then they can suddenly get boners as well again. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works. Shot but they're like, and like, but luckily someone told him like, hey, if someone eats your sweat, eat this leaf. <laughs> and, like, and he ate a leaf, and he got his strength back. Oh, is that is that right? It was a they, leaf. Did they suck all of his sweat? A fig leaf oh, just a fig like leaf. went over Adam's uh, Adam's dick in the Bible. There's a ton of religious. Okay, stuff. no, so, I, I'm you with know, you. You know what? I'm with you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. You're so welcome. Yeah. So, okay. So Sean Connery. Yeah. Is in this in this little bubble village of immortals. He can get boners. He sure can. Some of some of the village wants to kill him. Yeah. Right. Literally, like destroy him. They're yes. like, he's he's an abomination. Yeah. We don't want him in our society. Yeah. Ruining our tranquility. Yeah. Other other part, they're like super interesting. He's yeah. like, he, it's finally some action here. We were bored. Yeah. Also, he can get boners. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and then and then there's like a small secret sect of people who are like, we want to fucking die, yeah. and we're working towards death using using this brutal this person that's right and and arthur frey was one of them right yeah so basically long story short jesus fucking christ sean connery (laughs) zed goes about figuring out how to destroy the eternal tabernacle the only thing the thing that people and like uh, uh, you know what honestly i'm not even gonna fucking get into how he 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 fucking get gets inside a crystal and he looks in a mirror and he he, he fucking quotes nietzsche and he he, himself in the mirror shoots himself in the mirror and then the the thing collapses and he realizes it's a crystal and then he destroys the crystal and but before he does all that this is what's important before he does all that. Well, he needs some skills to do all that. He needs to like know a lot of stuff that He's he doesn't know. He's got to get the download. But there's of... no time. There's no time for That's the download. Right. That's right. So so but there's so, no time. So the people people are going to people are going to come kill him, right? Yeah. There's like one one person. Uh, she is like leading the charge against killing him. Like from di- from minute one, she wants to fucking murder this guy. Yeah. And she's leading the charge, and she's like coming, and they know she's coming with like her clan of people who wanna who wanna kill him. Yeah. And so they say, "There's no time to teach you fucking astronomy yeah. and like and right. like particle physics, all the things you need to know to kill the crystal." Right. Yeah. And so here's how we're gonna do it. Yeah. How, how'd they do it, Scott? The only way to do it is to touch teach him. They have to touch touch teach him. Touch teaching. I'm sure you can imagine how that works. Instead of um, normally Joel, if I was gonna teach you something, uh, how would I do it? Um, you'd probably touch teach me <laughs> no, you'd probably tell me the stuff you tell me the stuff you're like yeah. hey joel here's a link i don't want to do this that's right that's right but if i didn't have a lot of time what i would do is instead is i would i would apply sensual touch to your body and i would transmit my knowledge to you but here, here's but here's the thing yeah I, i'm not just gonna give you away all this information okay i want something in return yeah because as soon as you you're Sean Connery in this situation. Mm-hmm. Try it on. Sean Connery. Excellent. Yeah. I'm so, Sean Connery. There you go. Hey, uh, there, yeah, you, there yeah, you go. Getting better. Getting there better. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Please I, touch teach me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Your, the, your balls just dropped, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. So, so we've got... that's that's so in character for this movie. 
<laughs> so Sean Connery wants to get toasted. Listen, Sean, I'll, I'll do it for you, Zed. I'll touch teach you. But you are about to destroy the thing that uh, is going to reconstruct my body if I die. Uh, that doesn't seem good in the long run. I feel like maybe we should, I don't know, continue the human race here. Right. So tell you what, you give me your boner seed. Right. You, f- you fill me up with your evil penis. Uh-huh. And shoot your seed into me. Right. You do that for me. Yeah, this movie's fucked do up. Do that for me. And for all my sisters. Yeah. And we'll get pregnant, and then we'll touch teach you. But we're going to do it. We're going to multitask. We're going to do it while that's happening. So it's the touch teaching and the impregnation. It's all happening I at the same time. I now understand what was happening in yes, that scene. Yes, that was that. I didn't, I didn't understand before. I thought it was just like, oh, they're going to touch teach him. A sexy montage. And, exactly. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. And like touch teaching him is a an excuse for like some softcore porn yeah and i guess that's still the case no it was it was very much essential to the plot but now (laughs) sure and anyway so he gets he like understands particle physics now he's like had some sex yeah and he's like i'm ready to to fuck this tabernacle up (laughs) yeah right and then and then arthur dane comes back he's like he's rebuilt by the tabernacle arthur frayne arthur frayne comes back he's rebuilt by the tabernacle yeah and he's like, I'm a magician. <laughs> Do you understand what's in this crystal ball? Uh, he went he went German in the end there. I don't know why. Anyway, uh, he looks in the you crystal ball. You never get to talk to me about doing accents again. <laughs> he's like, he lost all privileges. He looks in the crystal ball, Zed, uh, Sean Connery. Yeah. And he's like, I don't see shit. And then right. two minutes later, he's like, oh, I see something. Now I see it. <laughs> now I see it. Yeah. I don't know why they did that thing in general and he's like i get it the 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 crystal that's in my hand that i happen to be holding that someone just gave me this is the tabernacle like no one knew because everyone forgot right this is the thing and he like talks to he's like yo tabernacle like you could be anywhere why are you here and it's like i wanted to he's basically like i want to see you for myself basically Tabernacle. i wanted to get you in here yeah because honestly I know I'm just a tabernacle and I'm made out of crystal and anything, but I'm looking for a little bit of that brutal D too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not above it. I'm not above it. It's been a long, long existence here. So he crystal. actually, he does go inside the crystal. He does. He goes inside the crystal yeah. and then he kind of sees himself in it and he shoots himself and the crystal's like, you found my one flaw, bullets. <laughs> 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 psychic bullets yeah exactly and so he gets out he's like he looks around he's like oh okay and he gets out and he's like i understand everything now he's kind of like a neo moment where he's like i get it and like people rush at them with like because at this point tranquility by the way is gone like everyone fucking wants to murder him as soon as they got a taste of that sweet brutal sweat it was just it was well so i mean what's it all about and i think here's what it's all about you know and this is this is very related to the, the the sweat on the tongue sure gives you a boner you start having sex, and then as soon as people start having sex, they start killing each other. Mm-hmm. It happens immediately. Sure. Right? Sex is death. Death is the only thing that makes life worth living. Sex is the only thing that makes life worth living. Sex, death. If you don't have sex and death, okay, who wants to live forever? Who wants to live forever if you don't have death? Or sex. Sex is death. Who wants Who wants to live forever if you don't have death? Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. But if you do have death, you don't live forever. That's right. Okay. That's the rub. Oh, you got a rub. I guess. <laughs> That's great. There's Scott, a rub. Scott's got a rub, everyone. <laughs> okay, cool. So, so, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you on this. Right? I'm, I'm not gonna argue. Is what I'm gonna do. We've seen this before. That when mm-hmm. um when you have immortality, when you don't have the uh you know sense that death is impending then you don't really live right you don't do anything with your life it's like you know what what they seem to be saying is that the fact that you might die is Mm -hmm. what's motivating you to actually live a passionate and full life yeah i I guess there is something to that definitely like here and in in some other movies and this is actually what you hate about these movies right where they're like they're like talk about like immortality and they're like immortality fucking sucks yeah so the movie starts with this arthur frayne like on a a black screen and he's like i've lived for 300 years i'm immortal i fucking hate it that's the first thing you see and so throughout the entire movie everyone's like i'm either bored as fuck yeah. Like, or I've wanted to die forever and I can't. I just cannot escape life. It's a very much anti 
immortality. Oh, 100%. It's it's like it's like anti-immortality propaganda as yeah. far as I'm concerned. I think I think in the end they even talk about like um they like they challenge the natural order, right? And the vortex is an offense against nature. Yeah. Right, and so nature had to find a way to destroy us, and yeah. she made you Zed. That's right. She made you, and he didn't know. Like, nah, she didn't. Arthur made me. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like, right. It wasn't, it wasn't right. nature. It wasn't nature. Arthur actually did that, <laughs> mostly just to get out of his own immortality. And and here I am. Totally. You know? Yeah. The most roundabout way. And you know, and really, at the end of the day, I think he's just a guy. Like, I don't actually think that he's like so advanced as everybody's saying. Like, I think he's just like Arthur, regular. No, Zed, Sean Connery. Oh yeah, no, he's I, just a guy. He's just like he can just like read books and stuff. He's very confident. That's his only thing. And it's, he can get a boner. <laughs> this movie's just like about a confident white man right. walking into a place he's never been with and a ponytail getting, and getting everything, and getting he everything he wants. <laughs> I think I'm ready to um to, to to make a make a ruling on on this type of immortality. Cool. Well, you, well, you ready for that? Finally, I just want to say one thing. So okay. so Zed Zed tears down the society. Yeah. And then he goes to like the the woman who was trying to kill him from day one, and he yeah. goes like, "You're the only one who has shown me any love." Oh, he sound looks good right? on you, buddy. Right. Looks good. Yeah. He's like, and it's like, what what are you talking about? This is really lazy. You're just like, what is what is this? And then he marries her. He's operating on a higher plane. He has a kid with her. Yeah. And then there's three three frames that like kind of fade into each other of like the kid growing up and them becoming skeletons and yeah, holding hands. Totally. All they do is hold hands forever and they die. The end. Yeah. That's right. So now I think now I think is the time <laughs> to be like to be like, What you wanna do it? You wanna do it? I just wanna what? listen. If you are still <laughs> if you are still listening at this point and you still care about whether or not joel and i would like this kind of immortality we have a little thing we like to do it's called, it's called would, would we, we like, like it? it yeah this is our favorite segment oh man tough call on this one joel i don't know really no joel it's this is the the worst kind of immortality i've ever seen you, you would say it's no. Not, they're, they're, you would say no. They're, they're as they're as enslaved as the ones they enslave. These You're, mortals. They're, Scott's they're like awful. Scott's like no it boners, sucks. not for me. No boners, <laughs> no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's um no, it's uh this kind of immortality is well the the real issue with it I think is mm -hmm. the mind control, right? That that's that that's part of it. That you have the eternal tabernacle. The eternal tabernacle is going to control your mind. It's going to uh, control your behavior. Mm -hmm. And what is the point of getting to be immortal if you don't get to do what you want with the time? You know, I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to live in a prison forever. Right. You know, I don't want to live in a repressed society forever mm -hmm. with no way out except to genetically engineer a fucking superhuman sexual manimal to come and free me from it who wants that right joel do you want it well i don't know it sounds like i do have a way out then <laughs> <laughs> just genetically this engineered is a very challenging loophole actually <laughs> for someone who likes loopholes as much as you do you might actually no. you might thrive no, in this for environment me, so here's here's the thing you need to know about us I if I, if there's no like way out for me if I can't commit suicide when I'm like I'm done with life. Yep. I don't want it. And and in right. this case I still don't want it. Right. Scott's thing is if it's boring, he doesn't want it. And so I think this is like a perfect kind of we all we all fit together here. That is like, not my thing. Scott's that thing is, is like that is specifically your thing, Joel. If it's boring? Yeah. No, for like 3 episodes you've been like like in time you were like Oh, their society's so boring. Like, not, not boring. Not boring. Lame. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. okay. If it's lame, Scott doesn't want it. For me, That's if correct. I can't, if I can't die when I want to die, I don't want it. And so I think this is like perfect for both of us because neither of us want it. Joel, you have literally don't. said on this podcast, "If I get bored, I will kill myself." Those words have come out of your <laughs> right, mouth. Right. If I get bored, in I reference will kill to immortality, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get bored. Generally speaking, that's my whole point. I think that if I have forever, as long as I have my mind, right. I will not get bored. Right. Okay. Like, and 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 my mind will find a way over time to free itself, okay. and I will experience constant bliss, and so, I will live as so a what are you very you fucking you happy this? immortal. Are you saying you want this? No, I don't, because I don't have my mind in this scenario. Okay. 
And that is what I realized is the difference here. Because for a while, I was like, I bet I could figure out how to be happy and chill in this society. But once I realized that I was going to be punished for having a stray thought that right. the, oh, you would immediately that the whole be like denial except forever. Yeah. Well, and then I actually might. It's possible that I could dig that. Actually, you'd want to be if you put me in the tent. And if you put forever. me in the elderly party in the tent, I don't. I don't know that that would be this so. Is exactly I don't what I'm know saying that it would about be like so all bad. Scott wants is not to be surrounded by lame people, and he's like, I'll be there forever. Fine. <laughs> no, I'm a no. I'm like a hundred percent a no on this. No, no. There's like it's like you're 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 in a small village with like thirty people. Yep. So half of which are just like standing and staring into nothingness and eating green bread. Like, yeah, it's lame. It's so lame. Right. I don't want that. And also, no. I don't want to live in a society that was stupid enough to get rid of their way out. Because <laughs> <laughs> really, all I need right. is like, just tell me how to like opt out. Just give me a button that says, I'm done with this. It's like you, you definitely, we, we understand at this point that in order for you to desire immortality, you have to have a loophole. Mm -hmm. But to live forever in a society that right. hates loopholes. Right, a society <laughs> that is founded on me. the destruction of loopholes. <laughs> right, that's, <laughs> that's just offensive this to is, me. This to is your nightmare. Society. This is your, this is your nightmare. Totally. So, in conclusion, immortality bad. <laughs> Penis <Yeah>. is bad. <laughs> There's a. Are we? Are we? Do we get to? Can we please watch something sometime in which immortality is portrayed in a positive light? Uh, it's. You how know, about this, how about next week? Well, I'd love to do it next week. Okay. Yeah. Is ne cause, next week. Didn't we say this last time? Because you promised me this before. <laughs> I just <realized. laughs> Okay, next week for sure. For sure. Immortality is portrayed <laughs> as a good thing. We'll find it. We'll like. We'll search through every every movie, every book. That's all I want to do. Every book. One one place where immortality is like, isn't it dope? If you have we'll any if you have any suggestions, feel free to e email us at immortalityweekly at gmail.com. You can rate us five stars on <laughs> on iTunes or Google on, or Yelp. Play or, or <laughs> Yelp, and you can leave us a suggestion for the positive immortality swipe, content. Swipe right on this podcast. I want to be – look, we, we got to episode 10, and from episode 10 on, I want to be moving more toward a presenting immortality in a positive light and, you know – and if we can't do that through the the anti-immortality media, which <laughs> conspiracy that's out there, right? Then I think that I, I am going to vigorously critique it every episode, unless you go out there, Joel, me, and and BFFs, you go out there and find us some positive immortality content. We need some good immortality right. news around right. here, and uh, hopefully we'll have that to you for you next week. So next time, good immortality and content, good immortality content. Until then, until then, everyone out there. Until, until next time, keep on living. That was a whole bunch of things together. You like that? What? Doing, doing a bunch of things together. What was doing a bunch of things together? Conry accent, keep on living, all the stuff I don't like. It was a nexus. <laughs> it was a nexus. <laughs>